0: Welcome back to the show that keeps the rubber the right way down the whole time. Old Canada RC, the podcast. Powered by Reefs RC. Reefs, maker of high quality RC products. Now it's time to flip it over to the boys with the toys who are making some noise. Whoops, I did it again okay that was terrible welcome to whoops wednesday guys it's your boy jeff here in the O canada rc garage as we line up this next episode of the podcast i hope you guys are safe being well and a recent look at some of our stats i think i've got about 60 percent of my audience in the united states the other 40 in canada so a pretty good spread across this great continent of ours um just got to pick up some followers in Mexico and we'd complete for North America. Anyways, like I said, I really hope you guys are doing well. It's been kind of crazy times here in Castle Le Moyne, as you heard on the last podcast. But, uh, you know, we're enduring. We are just taking it a step at a time and making sure everybody's safe and healthy the best we can. In that... My affliction, I'll call it an affliction for jokes, but my love for this hobby continues to grow. Uh, we've added to the fleet, a TT01, a really sick vintage Supra body, the SO Ultra Flow body that's in sick shape. And then I'm going to race at Phoenix RC Raceway, I hope soon. They have Tub Wars Episode 3 coming up. The only issue for me is a bit of a scheduling snafu. I'm going to try my best to get there, though it might be late, but that's okay. Maybe they'll just stick me into like the last main, whatever that is, or whatever the format is. I'll be fine with that. Um, Sports season up here in Canada, eh? So uh, both my kiddies play hockey, and uh, that's a priority. So that's where I'll be taking them to practice on the night of Tub Wars, but we'll see. Uh, I might get there still. Regardless, we're going to get some footage at the track. We're going to run uh, run the cars there in a few days. Fixed up the X-Ray T4. The front right steering block was cracked when I went hard into the wall. And uh big shout out to Hyper Hobbies for getting me that part in only a matter of days that I needed. And uh, she's ready to go. A lot of lessons learned on that rig and a lot more to learn. The TTO one is where I'll focus my energy on in the next few days. Some of the upgrades I've done and need to do include adjustable upper arms all around so I can adjust the camber a little bit, which is fantastic and exciting. Now this rig, when I bought it, came pretty uh, pretty upgraded in, uh, in a lot of different ways, aside from the vintage mint body that is the thing of nightmares for me with Halloween coming up that really scares me because I don't want to make a mess of that thing. But some of the upgrades are a graphite upper support and both of the, um, the shock towers are upgraded to that graphite um, planking, which is amazing. There's a little bit of blue aluminum bling through this. The drive train is the blue aluminum upgraded. <clears throat> We've got metal out drives on all four wheels. And uh, once we get that universal in the front, the, the um, transmission will be good to go. Uh, I need to pop the motor out and see what kind of pinion and spur we have. But I think the gearing is okay there. But I have an extra one coming from John's Hobbies in Toronto. Big shout out to those guys who held my hand, walked me through it on the phone yesterday and were able to send to me. I believe they're sending me the pinion. The Spur and the Universals. The shocks, I don't think they had. I can't remember if I ordered them. I'll double check that. But that's the other thing I need to upgrade. These are just the spring loaded shocks that are on the TT01 chassis now. So we'll go to the oil field. Um, the wheels are in good shape. Hard pack foam inside. They're the kit wheels. What else is, uh, What else was upgraded on this and what needs to be done? I think we're running bearings. I haven't had it apart yet to double check. <clears throat> But uh, the tranny feels good, the diffs feel nice and smooth, so it was a really well-maintained car when I bought this, so really happy about that. So the TT01 is kinda one of my focuses. Something else that you guys might have noticed is I posted my 22T stadium truck for sale on Facebook, and then I quickly took it down because, you know, sometimes you gotta remind yourself, this hobby's not perfect, it's a constant learning curve. If you get to a point where your car is totally refined, then what's the fun in that? And I kind of got a bit frustrated with the stadium truck. Running on slicks is something different. Um I've run a stadium truck just on mini pins on carpet and it's a little simpler, but I figured, hey, that's the name of the game here. Let's figure these slicks out. Let's figure out the traction. Spent a lot of time tuning the steering links <clears throat> got my toe right where I want it to be a little bit in and uh, my camber at about a minus 1.5 on the front minus one on the back and I'm feeling pretty good about it I'm stoked now because I'm going to get it back out on the track we're going to give it a go and uh, I think I'm going to be happier I'm also going to experiment with the sauce go full sauce on the rears and uh, maybe just go half sauce on the front I've been going full sauce on these tires for some reason i you know, everybody sauces differently and it's time for me to stop listening to other people's <laughs> opinions on that and just try my own thing. Trial trial and error, right? See what works for me. I have a different driving style from everybody else and vice versa. So that's what we're going to do. The lone wolf on the bench remains the 22 buggy, uh 5.0 hasn't seen much action. We'll wait for the next off road to run it. Um, Main reason for that is I have some pins on the rear that I need to shave down. And I just haven't gotten around to setting up a uh, a drill with the proper sanding block on it to shave those down. Because I've heard that will make a large difference in the traction. So I haven't forgotten about her. She sits there. She's in good shape. That's the tinkle of my new hex wrenches. Much longer. Makes it so much easier to get through shock towers and whatnot and get at hex screws. Alright, so back to the TTO one real quick here, and then I'm going to give you guys a little preview of what's coming up on this podcast. I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to like it a lot. The TTO one has this sick vintage body that I've been telling you about, and when I post this podcast, you'll see some more photos of it up close. I don't want to destroy it right away. I don't want to destroy it at all, but eventually it will get some bumps and bruises. So, in the meantime, I need a practice body. Um, I know in our class we can't run the, uh, we can only run a Tamiya spec body, but for practice I can put whatever the heck I want on it, and uh, I found a really nice Cadillac body, um, it's a protoform, at uh, great hobbies, I'm going to pick it up, and with that I'm excited to announce a minor partnership on the podcast with uh, Toronto Leisure RC, so you know James Vicente, he has uh, done... My TT, sorry, he's done my X-Ray 2019 body. Uh, Really stoked about that. Still love that body. And uh, we were talking the other day, and he's a local guy. And I really like to support my local guy. So James and I are going to keep collaborating a bit. Let's just say that. This next body, he's going to be painting. um, And uh, I'm excited to see what he does with it. We're going to go with a more classic racing line body. Racing, uh, just nice classic lines, classic colors on this one. Uh, I might keep it the same color scheme as the stadium truck body, which is the white and the blues. But more of a... I'm going to actually ask him to emulate the existing Supra where it's sort of majority white on the on the top and then blue around the, the sides and the back and see what he can come up with. Listen, I, and I want to give James a, a plug here too. Anybody who's in the GTA, anybody who's even outside the GTA, um, this guy's passionate about what he does. And uh, if you've checked out his Instagram feed at Toronto Leisure RC, you'll see what I mean. I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. He puts everything into every job. And the cool thing about what James does is he'll also do a silk screen, that's for the lack of a better term of, I don't really know what to call it, but he does like a, a t-shirt of your car and your body, the one that he just did for every customer. So. If you're in the GTA and you're looking for a painter who's reliable, who's quick, who's affordable, um, James will go well out of his way for you. Um, so check him out at Toronto Leisure RC on Instagram. Um, big time car guy. We've had James on before. We'll have him on again to talk more about, <coughs> excuse me, to talk more about uh, what it is he does. But I wanted to let you guys know that that my next body will also be painted by James. So that's exciting stuff. So uh, again, check them out if you haven't. If you need a painter, you're looking for a body painter for indoor season. It's a perfect time for that, right? So uh, give them a shout. With that, on to the podcast this week. Pablo and I did something kind of cool on the weekend edition. Pablo did a lot of work on the video side of our segment. And he is going to come out with some interesting news, I think. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag around some of his channels, but um, we tried out some video. It went well. I need to work on my framing and my uh, setup, but shout out to my man, PG, for hooking that up and making that an interesting experience. I know we'll get better, and it'll be a lot more fun as we get comfortable on the video side of things. We're going to keep doing that, I think, as we move into the weekend editions our segments will have a video that you can watch live or stream it after. And you can also check out the audio still on the podcast. So that'll be awesome. More ways for you to get more of Pablo. And if you like what I say, sometimes a little bit more of me. So good stuff there. Whoops Wednesday. That's where we're at. And uh, I'm excited because we have on the show today. With Pablo, we are going to team up to interview the man, the myth, the legend, Sharif from Reefs RC, straight out of Ontario, California. Doesn't have the same ring as straight out of Compton, but let's go with it. Straight out of Ontario. Um, Reef, Sharif has, this, has, has agreed to come back on the show. As you know, he is our title sponsor on O Canada RC, the podcast. So really excited about that. That'll be our main feature on the podcast besides this little diatribe from me here. Letting you know what's going on on my bench. But uh, we are going to talk to Reef about what's new with Reefs and uh, get into some other shenanigans. Should be a good talk. He always has something cooked up. So uh, make sure that you stick around after I stop blabbing. Make your way through the musical interlude, as I always recommend. Get yourself a beverage, a nice little snack, a little bowl of cheesies. That's for you, Pablo. You know, maybe even a healthier option, some veggie sticks. Maybe it's a beer, a light beer. Maybe you know you're done work for the day and you're just kicking back and listening. Get a snack, man. You can crunch away all you want because you're just listening to us. You're not talking to us on the podcast, so crunch away and enjoy. We'll see you guys on the other side of the musical slide. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Whoops Wednesdays. And if you paid any attention to my Instagram or Pablo's Instagram, you know that this is prime time tonight. This is like ESPN Game of the Week right here. We uh, we have a big, big guest on the show. He's been on before, and uh, no pressure. But the last time you were on, my friend, uh, you blew up the podcast. Relatively speaking, we have a small but mighty audience, and your episode was huge. Welcoming back, Mister Sharif
1: Reefs himself. What's going hey, on, buddy? guys? Thank you for having me. Uh, no, it's my pleasure to be on here, man. Uh, talk to you guys. You know, I love doing that. Awesome, buddy. So, uh,
0: Pabs, uh, this is your first time talking to uh, to Reefs, uh, though you guys have um, you have traded many many words through the electronic mail. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um, so. I, I know i know reef we uh, you know we we've been we've been doing this thing we're at about episode fifty three wow. we're on episode twenty two and we've you know we're learning slowly i'm pablo's a smarter one of the two of us <laughs> and so he's, he's kind of dragging me along like a petulant child but it's all good and um it's getting better though like we're our audience is growing man we're um you know, we're getting the reef's name out Thank there you. which is awesome and it's it's been great to have your name on the podcast, man. Uh, let me tell you, people are like, "What? That's awesome!" So, uh, a big thanks again for that. Just before we go, no here. man, my pleasure,
1: man. You know, I, hopefully, I continue to support you guys for sure. Awesome, awesome. Tabs,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot, buddy. All right, you want to throw the first salvo at this man? Because I, we've been seeing rumblings and stuff going on. I think, I think you're pretty busy, yeah. here, but uh <laughs> I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Pablo throw the first salvo at you, man.
2: Well, well, how about this? I'll ease into it a little bit. How about that? So, <laughs> <Be fair. laughs> okay. okay, so now so I, I was sitting here thinking, and um, we've talked before, and I, I know and understand that you I understand the business owner's plight, right? And as, as we sit here and talk, I'm drawing some scale stickers for scale metal supplies right now, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, how did this guy, meaning you, Uh, get to the point where you can balance so many plates, man. Cause like I have this every now and then I'm sitting here and I'm like, I need to stop actually playing with toy cars and get to work. (laughs) And you know, I'm, I'm drawing stuff on the computer, doing whatever it is, you know? And it's like, man, I need to like put this down and actually do something. So my question to you is how do you find, how did you, how did you find that balance and where was the breaking point where you had to like, back it up a couple notches. So
1: there's always, I I always think of this uh, sentence when it comes to juggling more than one uh, venture or project. Uh, The saying is, one of them is going to be affected and one of them is going to depreciate whether it's in sales or a decline in uh, service or something like that. But I found a way around that, and that's by hiring or having um, a phenomenal team uh, to handle these rules that I specifically delegate. So um, if you don't have that and you can't trust that team, um, things are going to go downhill on one of them. One of the businesses are going to suffer because obviously I can't be... Uh, in the bread office right now I can't be at the print shop I can't be doing the hookah stuff all at once so um, basically those three businesses right now run automatically and that's awesome. that gives me uh, to focus uh, 90% on reefs sea, um because that's what I enjoy the most right now so um, <clears throat> and who wouldn't right you get to Stare at these cars <laughs> all day, and and then think of cool stuff. Yeah, you know, the longer these cars sit on my desk, uh, the more stuff goes through my head. On and and then you could see all these different. If you saw my desk right now, you'd see all the prototypes that I'm working on. What's <laughs> which what's so what's <laughs> too on desk many screens. things? <laughs> <laughs> I got like four That's... screens and like all these. I got about eight projects uh prototype samples sitting on my desk. So, so that kind
2: of leads us into the next thing. I, I'm a <laughs> I'm a fanboy when it comes to Tony's uh live stream and all his kind of
1: oh, uh, yeah. yeah we just did that I saw
2: you kind of yeah I saw you kind of drop some breadcrumbs on that but now <laughs> we're like hmm how can we turn the
1: screws up on this guy and get some info on <laughs> it well, so. actually we just <laughs> talked about our newest launch was which was the triple four smart Winch. Uh, the right. low profile and we really wanted to bring that to the US market um, but it was kind of questionable because you, you know sometimes our goal is to help the newcomers as well as the advanced enthusiasts so we were like sure. will the new guys really want to be able to change the firmware on the board uh, with the software that we have and, and the answer when we took a poll is yeah so um now you could buy the servo winch and if for some reason you want to use it as a steering servo later uh you could just plug it up to our app and uh, change the firmware and it'll just be a regular servo and then you could always just go back and forth as you wish
2: so by saying app so you guys don't have an actual like bluetooth app no so
1: So what we do on the trails we have like one of those little hp tablets um that that connects uh usb so we just plug it right so you can take it straight into from the servo off your truck and say i want to change the power on my servo i put the little tablet on my rig plug that in change the power unplug it and now i have more power so um you don't need a wireless connection uh to do it so once you have the software downloaded on your tablet um PC, you know, whatever, but app Apple, some guys did it on Apple. They use some kind of, I don't know, Win program. I'm not sure, but um, um, I don't know what it's called, but you can use it on Apple apparently. That's cool. Yeah, no,
2: that's what I was wondering because I run three different operating systems at my shop, unfortunately, you know, and most of my bread and butter is done on the app, the Apple OS, but then I run, you know, um, Linux and I for the machines, and then I run Windows for the plotter. But uh, yeah, so I was wondering, I was like, "Ooh, am I going to have to hook this up to my plotter, <laughs> or my poach my plotter computer to to program my servos, or what?" Yeah, so, I mean, you know, um, it's just an
1: option, right? Like, I think the more options sure. you give your customers, the better. So. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen another servo company in the U.S. do this, so we wanted to give them that option, and I think it's pretty cool. So my vision is like, so, for example, on the crawler guys, you'd have two of these triple four winches next to each other. One's a servo, one's a winch, and now you have double the flexibility to do whatever you want. Um, Take them off, put them on a different rig, whatever, you know. Um, That. That's exactly, so
2: that's my, that's where I'm setting my crosshairs on. So on that new build that I'm doing, that Nova wagon, mm-hmm. I got the, I've got that 442 HD V2. Mm-hmm. Is that the right uh, number? 422. I believe that's right.
1: 422.
2: 422. Sorry. Yep. 422 uh, V2. And so I've got that and that's my kind of setting my crosshairs on. I was getting that servo winch um, because I've, I've had one of those like, no name Amazon style winches and I just ran it to a switch that I hit on my truck last time and I never used it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like I was, like, I was like, this is a pain in the ass. So, uh, but then now I got a, a GT five radio that has the channel selecting for it, that I can program it. And that's, so for your servo winch, it runs just like a servo channel. Yeah, right? so I don't, you don't have it's to got a
1: pre-programmed, uh, controller built in already so all you need to do is plug it into your third channel or fourth channel receiver and use that uh, appropriate switch like on a stock element enduro it already has a three channel mostly all the new rtrs have three channels um sure so boom plug it in and it works on you don't need any external switches any other programmers nothing so And they're all fully programmable now, so you can switch the power on them, switch the speed, all that stuff. So you see
0: right away. You see right away. Like this goes back to my first point. Pablo's a smarter one of the two of us, (laughs) and he and he's got to wade into this technology pool. Where when I get up to my waist, I get a little nervous, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to join the cool guys here and join the conversation. Yeah, you got to get into the so we're talking about. That's right. <laughs> so I'm on, I'm on road, right? So right now, that's my bag. That's my that's my drug, and I have the two ninety nine LP in the X-ray T four yeah. right now, and it's it's sick, super twitch, super fast. Mm-hmm. I love it. So 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 newbie question then for a guy who might be running one of your your racing servos, they're fully programmable yeah. too. Yes, yeah. correct. So... And so. Yeah, and so talk a bit about how you use the app. with. with so, for example,
1: on our race car um, and our drag cars, so say I want more speed, which I really don't need on a drag car, but on a race car, yeah. <laughs> and already the 299 is giving you 0. 5, 0. 0.057 oh, seconds, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, ne- the next servo coming out is going to even blow your mind even more on that aspect, but... Um,
0: Nice. You didn't hear that
1: from me. <laughs> I don't know what you... I didn't... Probably,
0: did you hear
1: not, yeah, Earmuffs, so baby. When you plug that turbo <laughs> in, you can plug your 299 in. And the way to change the speed... Okay, so speed and torque is all about gear ratios, right? So when we're making these uh, yep. servos and gears and talking to ratios That's and all this... So if you go into the app and lower the power the PMW rating on right. the app, um, that increases your speed automatically. So okay. if you increase the torque, it'll decrease mm-hmm. your speed. Right. So, yeah. and then you could also set cool, the right. angles and, um, you know, you know, the real, if, you, if it loses power, it'll return to center slowly instead of waking out and flop in one way. Um, you know, you could set all those yeah. controls. So, if you ever lose signal in a race, you know if something happens, uh, the servo yep. will just flip out and turn right, you know, or just it'll just lock and it'll just go back to, to neutral. So yeah, that's kind of stuff. and when you're put and when you're
0: pushing a six hundred dollar T4 yeah. that has like the exoskeleton of a worm, <laughs> um, I would love for it to not smash. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> so you <laughs> want it to turn
1: right. Lock one way, you want it to like return to normal uh, to center slowly, and uh, then you could just right. ease off your throttle or whatever, you know. But, um, so yeah, those are I cool think things Jeff, you could do my, with that with the software.
2: I I think Jeff's gonna need a lot more help than a servo, not to slam
0: into the wall. I would, I'm just, saying. With the motor, <laughs> option, right? I was just the gonna, motors say- would just <laughs> <shut down.
1: laughs>
0: hey, buddy. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's that's like an airbag for yeah. a seven-year-old. Like it's and, and I mean just for me, right? Because I'm the seven-year-old driver. I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still earning my chops a little bit there. So yeah, I'll give you that,
2: Pablo. You that, <laughs> that. <laughs> so hey, I got a question along the side of racing. So um we had uh one on the shelf, not a not a wreath, but just another. El Cheapo that we had on the shelf because we surprise, surprised, surprised we blew out another one on the on the slashes, right? Um, surprise. And, and I know, right? <laughs> so um, and especially because you know we've got a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, and me bashing in our backyard,
1: All right? Good. But
2: uh, so would you? Is that for, is that two ninety-nine LP something that you would say would be right to put into something um, like a slash? No. In a basher,
1: no, I would do the 400 sc in that okay, because you, okay. you'd want, you'd more want the more strength in a okay. basher. The yeah. 299s are not bashing material, they're more of like a precision yeah. race car servo. Um, okay. and I use them on my on road stuff all the time, like all the drag cars, 299 all day because you want that precision, you want it to say. So, all our servos are magnetic centering. So, they're always going to find their center and without humming. So, you don't want the loud buzzing noise of it trying to find center. Right. So, that's what makes our stuff so quiet. And it's really the 299 is really a precision servo uh, when it comes to racing.
0: Right on. You know what's funny about what you said about the humming, too? And so, I have another brand in one of my other cars which i Mm -hmm. will not name and uh that thing sings (laughs) like a a canary coal mine which is not it's not something it's not a sound i know any of us like right and and i'll be honest when i fired when i fired up the x-ray with the 299 i i did notice that and, and it was funny it was it was noticeable by its absence only after i thought Man, I didn't really have to play too much with my endpoints or my bitrate. No. Like, you usually usually that's how you make it go away, right? Yeah, and with the um,
1: with the software, you can center t- it before you even install it. Which is awesome, cool. you know. So that you know, way, you don't For know sure, when man. you plug it into that receiver if it's going to bolt to the left or to the right. You know, install it. So <laughs> you want to. Yeah, that's always such an adventure. And then that's how that people part. break stuff because they don't, you know, they're just like, <laughs> "Oh right. man, something broke." I just snap to one side and snap my gear, yeah. whatever. But you know,
0: <laughs> hey, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in there too. So I know Pablo mentioned you were on with Tony, and uh, Tony's an awesome guy, he does great great work, and uh, uh we've both been on with him a little bit, and and. Tony was pontificating and speculating as to what you might have up your sleeve. And I'm not going to let this go. So I used to be a journalist. So I'm going we to mention it on there, but nobody caught it. Me to... Oh, well, he kind of, he alluded to it. And I don't want to say what. Well, and
2: I went, I yeah. went on RC conspiracies afterwards and I was listening and I was like, Oh man, there's some yeah. great in, Intel here <laughs> for sure.
0: So, so what can you give us as a, as a tease that might not so, go away?
1: It's two categories um, that we haven't right. made public, to, available public to anybody. Um, you might have seen um, on a couple rigs in, in some photos, but we didn't point it out, okay. you know. And um, mm-hmm. Cool, cool. But I would say by the end of the month, the first category will roll out. Uh, so sick. People are gonna <laughs> flip their their lid, <laughs> <laughs> and then the month after that, oh, I'm appreciative another um, flip the yeah, lid, yeah. and then hopefully either that same month in November or closer to Christmas, um, when uh, a new RTR rolls out, people are gonna flip their lid.
0: Awesome! oh, oh. I'm getting. See, I love I love the fact you're willing to play the game, man. So (laughs) wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a
2: minute. (laughs) I'm thinking a new RTR. Oh man, so Q4 this year is gonna be bananas, right? Like it's just it's for everybody. It seems like it's just and now I'm 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 going through your feed as we're (laughs) and I'm like scoping everything I can see and I have speculation, but I won't push it. I'm just going to leave it. But um no, so I mean Q4 is just going to be bananas this year for manufacturers. And I'm interested to see you know how what the innovation's going to be cuz that's that's one of the problems that and and you're getting into new markets. So that's totally like that's not what we're talking about here, but it seems like a lot of manufacturers are kind of I don't want to say rebranding, the same product, but kind of rehashing a little bit. You know, you see a lot of the yeah. same car bit foundations just with new bodies mm-hmm. or with a stretch wheelbase, yeah. or or, you know, and this goes across the board for you know, race cars, crawlers, bashers, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, what's your take on that kind of stuff? Do you think you're going to, you think we're going to see a lot more innovation throughout the market or do you think it's going to be just some fancier...
1: So what I'm
0: referring to is
1: is has never been made before. Ooh, nice.
0: Wow. Hold on. Like across never the been made in the
1: industry before. Really? That's why people are going to flip their lid.
0: I'm <laughs> I know. I'm not going to so, sleep. It till hasn't that, been done. Like, honestly. Uh,
1: <laughs> like this before. So... And uh, we're excited for it, so it's uh, you know, it's good. Reef,
0: <laughs> Reef, I gotta ask too, like, and and you know, we you know, this the nasty sea word was gonna come into this, but I remember at the beginning of uh, twenty twenty, which which is known as the year of <laughs> the year of crap with COVID. <laughs> um, I remember talking to one of our local hobby stores up here, Great Hobbies, oh, which is one of the they big, have bigger Canadian chains, and I asked the question. Oh, they do. I saw it yesterday. I was okay. on the website and I saw reefs. Um, and I they, don't know if, is that relatively new? I don't know. There? Hmm. They have color TV there, yeah. I heard too. <laughs> we do. Only <laughs> only in the provinces yeah. that have more than two vowels. Yeah, in the names. That's it. The rest of the provinces are all black and white. So, so with, with COVID, it opened up a lot of time for people. The, the question I asked them was, you know, uh, is is the hobby hurting? Is the hobby winning in COVID? And the answer I got was, well, people seem to have more time yes. on their hands. So, then the same way that you couldn't buy flour in the grocery store because people were learning to bake, you couldn't get parts for the life of you. You couldn't get rigs for the life of you. Has that, has this year given you an opportunity in some way to to challenge yourself to to do these new things to, yeah. to push so the
1: limits of reefs? We didn't have a problem making the product um, because quite frankly, if you pay the right people off over there, you can get things done. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I, I didn't have, we didn't sure. have uh, too much downtime, you know? Um, but a right. lot of companies that I know that do business down there, I uh, had to wait ter- their turn to get their buildings cleared. Um, You know me and my partner found ways around it and we're still able to produce while everybody else was short um and that kind of helped us stay in stock everywhere um i think we were only down for one or two weeks while other people were down for two to three months um backlogged you know because if you are making stuff in line with a manufacturer that makes stuff for other companies um you have to wait your turn, sure. you know? So if you're yeah. the owner or half owner, whatever overseas, um, you do what you want basically. So I, you know, <laughs> and you know, we make stuff for yep. a lot of other companies um, <laughs> out here in the U S you know, we, 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 brand it for them and yep. you know, they have to wait their turn. So so that's why it kind yeah. of helped us, and and twenty twenty has been phenomenal for the RC industry Absolutely. because everybody's at home playing with trucks, and it's been phenomenal for my bread business. <laughs> everybody's been at home eating bread, so um, <laughs> so, Don't so, so it. you know twenty twenty has been a you know sad to say, but it's it's been a great year. Um, business-wise you know personal life you know all that's different it's not that great yeah yeah
0: well that's but that's cool though and that's kudos to companies like yours where you you're stretching and you're reaching for new things because I think if we're being honest with ourselves, the three of us, you have more
1: of a captive audience. Oh, than thanks we've man, had. we're doing our best to <laughs> and, make good products, talk to our customers, yeah. be open about who we are and talk to everybody. And uh, I think that shows and people know who who's behind the product and I'm not, you know, hiding, uh, you know, away from the product. Not everybody knows who it is, so. Yeah, for sure.
0: Listen, man, I'm going to do something I've been stoked to do since you came on as the podcast Um, title sponsor. It's now time for our change in direction. Brought to you by Reese RC. No matter the line you're on, turn your next crawl, bash, race, or flight into a memorable one with a quality-engineered reef servo, visit reefsrc.com today. That's reefsrc.com. That
1: and I stumbled
0: <laughs> and I stumbled through it because you're on so I was about as I nervous as a 12-year-old, a 12-year-old girl at a grade 8 dance. Yeah. So with that, let's, Pablo, can we get to our kids Why not? Here? What do you think, buddy? Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's how it's gonna roll, okay. Reef. You're the referee, oh, man. You uh, you're gonna give 30 seconds to PG. I'm gonna give him the I'm gonna give him the go for the first category, which was scary or character from a scary movie. Sure, correct. Yep, Let's do it, Pablo. <laughs> sure. Do yeah, it. sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's your podcast, buddy. It's your podcast. I know, <laughs> it's your right? Podcast, man. Get your stuff together. All right. So do you want? So let's. So we get to choose between Maximum Overdrive, the truck with the, the big green goblin face on the front, wicked movie, super scary for its time, or Carrie, the possessed... No, 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 no. Uh, that, it's Christine. Female possessed... Christine! Oh, okay. oh, not Carrie. <laughs> Sorry. Christine. The possessed, <laughs> the possessed car. So um, we'll pick a number between 1 and 10. Reef, you pick a number in your head, and whoever gets closer okay. gets, first, gets to pick what they want. I got my number. So ready. let us know when you got the number. All right. I'm going to pick my number first. Damn <laughs> you, Pablo. I'm going to pick number two. Number two? two? Can number you make two. it any easier for me to win? <laughs> I'll, I'll
2: pick number three. How about that? <laughs> I put.
1: <laughs> it was number oh, two. No. What's it the number? number oh! <laughs> nice! Wow. That's cool.
0: <laughs> I'm just – I, I kind of feel like ending the
1: podcast. <laughs> no, I, I did. I did. I won
0: everything. <laughs> um <laughs> All right, I'm going to take maximum overdrive. So, when you're ready Reese, you give me 30 seconds. That's how much time I have to make my case and then you you make sure you shut me off when it's at 30. Okay, guys okay maximum overdrive uh 80s movie amazingly scary what's more scary than cars coming to life and murdering people i mean we're surrounded by these things every day and even scarier a giant truck with a green goblin on the front which any other day would be comical except when it's trying (laughs) to run your ass over um maximum overdrive extremely scary movie lots of blood lots of rubber and uh lots of high-speed car action Um, that's perfect i think that was right (laughs) on (laughs) thirty. I, kicked, I, I just kicked your butt, Pablo. Nope, don't think so.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Pablo, you ready? I'll tell you when.
2: I'm always ready, brother.
1: Okay. Uh, ready? Uh, okay, go.
2: Christine, the, the perfect classic american hot rod scary movie of someone that falls in love it's a love story it's a crazy girlfriend story it's a car that catches on fire it's the first real life transformer movie after the christine car gets crumpled and comes back to life and this guy it's the first time that you've ever seen something that's like so intense, but also so beautiful of a Hot Rod movie and a Car Guy movie. Everyone can identify right. with the idea of...
1: <laughs> okay, good. Both were good. They can hear you now? Oh, I don't know what happened, <laughs> boys. I'm so sorry. I was going to be like, let's talk tomorrow. You know what?
0: There, <laughs> there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> oh, man, I'm get so your sorry. Shit, get your shit straight, get Jeff. Get know. <laughs> straight, straight, <laughs> LeMoyne. Hey, Pablo said we only have black and white TV up here,
1: so you guys have internet or still AOL dial? <laughs> I know, I know. The hamster,
0: the hamster stopped running in the wheel, so I lost my connection. Um, do uh, you guys, I heard you guys talking, I heard all the stuff you said about me. Cool. Um, <laughs> Bob, do, do you guys, is it better to go again tomorrow night and finish it off? Or, um, I know we could finish it. Better?
1: Are I
2: can finish it now. Yeah, we're recording right. the debates anyway, so I'm not, I'm not worried okay.
0: about it. So we're on to stage two. We're going to do characters, I think, right, for horror movies? Well, so did we movie. pick the
1: first one, that, who won? Oh, I well, I think it's, it's obvious. It's best out
0: of three. It's best out of three. It's <laughs> best out of three. So wait till the end, and then you can tell us who won each round. Oh, okay. Split decision, I'll win again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go for it. So uh, what was the second one, Bob? Were we going to pick uh, a A char- character? Yeah, Kerry versus Chucky. Kerry versus Chucky. Okay, pick a number. Here we go.
1: I'll pick a number. I got. it.
0: You got it. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, Bob. Okay. I'm gonna go with seven. Man, man. I think he's going up on the other end of the scale this time. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with eight.
1: That was five.
0: Oh, oh damn it!
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You're up. All right, I'll go with Chucky.
1: All right, so your time starts now.
2: All right, so what better of a one-liner from a horror-slash-action movie than Friends to the End and have a creepy little Chucky doll staring at you? Chucky is like the weirdest little annoying friend slash (laughs) eat your face off slash set your bed on fire slash i am going to take your puppy away. And <laughs> he's just the creepiest kid. Like who wants to turn around and see a Chucky doll in the corner? Not this guy. Right. right. I think that's about 30
0: seconds. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I might just have to give you that one. <laughs> it sounds like you scripted it. It was perfect.
2: <laughs> oh man. All right, I was about? actually prepping for Carrie. Cause I haven't seen that in like 15 years. Wow. So,
0: Well, I'll, I'll full, full disclosure. I just, I just Wikipedia that because I, uh, I couldn't remember what the hell happened, so I've got it now. I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> Whenever you're ready, Reef. All right, uh, go.
0: So listen, 1976 was a very good year because I was born, but this is also when this movie came out, uh, Stephen King, uh, horror movie. And it's a lesson for all you bullies out there. Don't pick on someone at school because they might have telekinetic powers and kill your ass. <laughs> so just remember that. If you see that little scrawny kid in the corner – that boy or girl could come back and mess you up in ways you couldn't even imagine. This was a horrifying movie. One of those disarming movies for teenagers until the end when you realize, man, this was messed up. Ah, good, good job. job. Good <laughs> job. <folks. laughs> All
1: right.
0: Okay. So now,
2: now we've got the, uh, what is it? Drag racing versus carpet racing.
0: Yeah. So uh, drag through the ditches, Dragula, Rob Zombie, uh, drag racing versus dark black high traction carpet. There's nothing scarier, man. <laughs> so, in this one, I think I'm going to take the carpet just because that's what I run on now. Is that cool, Pablo? Are you okay with that?
2: It, it doesn't matter. I'm <laughs> still going to,
0: it don't matter because I'm going to win. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll step up and do high traction black carpet. How about that? All right.
1: Ready,
0: Pablo, or or I have to pick a number, right? It's Jeff. No, it's Jeff's yeah, going I'm,
1: first.
0: Okay, go, Jeff. All right, high traction black carpet. It's terrifying, man. You gotta you gotta use the slicks most times and you gotta sauce those tires up something wicked if you don't sauce them right. There's nothing more horrifying and bone chilling than traction roll. Your beautiful car, it's beautiful new lid rolling ass over tea kettle across the black carpet and everybody pointing and laughing at you because you suck at saucing. So (laughs) it is horrifying. And every time you get up on that driver's stand, you better be scared. Nice
1: one. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, PG. No pressure.
2: You sound like you're scared to even race, man. (laughs) You're like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm ready when you are, Reef. All right, go for it. All right, so drag racing. Drag <laughs> racing comes from, like, the biggest roots of, like, pure testosterone. When you just want to go as fast as you can, as loud as you can, as hard as you can, that's what it's all about. And so drag racing is scary going as fast as humanly possible as fast as your car can go straight until you can't go anymore and if your brakes don't stop you nice. who knows what will stop you at the end unless you're going down in a
0: ball of fire
1: nice job whoa, whoa. <laughs> all right I'm you i gotta i gotta get a
0: co-host who's not quite as you you somebody who doesn't
1: know how to speak
0: <laughs> Right, you know yeah Like, I maybe I just got to get my my eight year old son in here. Maybe I could beat him at some of this stuff.
1: All right, Reese. Okay, tough decision, buddy. All right, so for the first one, I got to go with Christine. Oh, yes, yes. Wow, (laughs)
0: wow. I love I can picture Pablo Pablo right now standing up. He's standing up. What about the two
1: options for the second one? Was what? Again? Is Chuck, Chuck, was it Chucky? Uh, Chuck oh, no.
0: And Carrie. And Carrie, yeah. I mean, I gotta
1: go, Chucky. No! It's
0: that stands in my head.
1: I have a Chucky doll. <laughs> oh, my God,
0: buddy. <laughs> I, I think I'm done. Am I gonna <laughs> eat your
2: lunch now, too? What's the I third think- one? <laughs> I oh, mean yeah. who won the third
1: one, the, man? The third one should, I don't even need to say it because you won Pablo.
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll leave nope. it at that. Nope. I'll well, I'll, I'll drop my USB mic right now. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. That would probably go like
2: think. I know. <laughs> it's just a different kind of
0: think. Uh I'm just bitter. I'm just bitter. Um, okay, you Good know try what? It, guys. Uh, honestly, honesty is, is the King. Um, Pablo, congratulations, buddy. It's, thank um, you, sir. Thank you, sir. I will give, I will give you that And reefs, man. Thank you for being such a good sport. Um, Absolutely. fantastic <laughs> to have you on. And, uh, for anybody who's been listening, if you haven't listened to the podcast before this spot, cause you skipped ahead and you just wanted to see who won, you got to go back and listen to what reef said, because the next couple months for reef sound like they're going to be exciting times, exciting times for us in the RC industry. Um, all I'm gonna say is, boys, be safe, uh, be well. I hope everything's going good for you guys and your families down there. Thank you, Pablo. Thanks, man. Bob, thanks for being on, yeah. Reeve.
1: Yeah, absolutely, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. And when we announce the new products, uh, we'll be sure to uh, reconnect with you guys.
2: Awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited cool. for that. Thanks, thanks for your time, boys. All right, guys. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye bye.